Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. That was, that was awesome. That sounded great in the studio. And that's because we have a packed studio today. Boom shakalaka. So joining us in the studio is our master show writer. Come on, Calder. We also have the guy who does all of our social media posts. Glenn Rocks here. We have myself, Rohit Rahila. And yours truly, Kyle Reed. Kyle, let's jump right into this. Hey there. Let's do that. All right. Episode 127. So, audience, we're just letting you know we don't have a fancy name for this right now, for the title. <laughs> so, we're just going to tell you what we have right now. But essentially, it's negative self-talk versus positive affirmations. And so, with this, what's – you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave a lot of the lesson part up to what we share individually. Um, Kyle and I are going to be on air um, chatting about this one. But it's really interesting – and I think there's so many different paths that we can take this, Kyle, from our own impacts that, that this topic has made, as well as what I've seen in uh, my seminar workshops. I think uh, both are, are really interesting. But one of the one things that I've been doing for, for a long, long time, many, many years, is I create – so I knew all about the power of positive affirmations. I even had a deck of affirmation cards that I would read every night. And it was really positive stuff, but it was just generic stuff. You know, stuff that you read like, I am a great leader, or, you know, people look at me for positive influences, or whatever the case is. And it was just so generic. So, what I decided to do was create my own affirmation cards. So, I just created a simple template and, uh, <clears throat> printed it off on three by five index cards. And it just says, I like Rohit Rohila because, and then it's just blank lines. And I ask people to read those or, or to write on those. Now imagine reading stuff like this. And I kind of just picked three at random, but these are things that people have put. You are warm, caring, and give great hugs. <laughs> you have always been a great encouragement and loyal friend. You always have a smile and are ready to listen enthusiastically about life and friends. And I can always call and talk to you and always feel heard. Hmm. So imagine going to sleep every night. And you can see, I mean, I've got a, I've got a good stack of these. Yeah. Reading stuff that people have taken the time to really tell about the positive impact that you have made in their life. So it's not just generic things that you're coming across these are actually like really positive stuff and you can't help but feel good and especially if you read this before you go to sleep it's what you're thinking about but the majority of the people they will watch the news before they go to sleep which is all negative disempowering stuff and this shifts the focus to powerful empowering things that's fantastic. What, conversely, what do you think the impact of negative self-talk would do? So when, when I started looking at this episode, I thought something was really interesting. Negative self-talk to me is more logical. 
Whereas positive affirmations is more about emotion and feelings. And it's easier for people to relate to logical stuff when they're judging themselves. Because if I'm engaged in negative self-talk, what am I talking about? Here are all the things that I didn't do. Here are all the things that I can't do. It's all hurtful. It's all self-limiting beliefs. It's what I can't be, what I can't have, what I can't do. And so it's, it's almost like you are taking a look at the person that you want to be and you make this list. These are the traits that that person needs to have. So, for example, if, if you want to make more money, okay, then on paper, you need to have a better education, you need more experience, you need to know the right people. Well, I don't have any of those three things, so how am I going to get ahead? And that's where the negative self-talk starts happening because what I'm doing is I'm thinking about it logically. And when it comes to positive affirmations, it's difficult for us to accept positive things about us. One of the, you know, if you give a compliment to someone, what are some of the first things that they do? Is they dismiss the compliment. They insult themselves or they downplay you. Kyle, I think you are amazing on air. You've been such a huge part of this podcast. I really enjoy the stuff that you do. Oh, really? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't do anything out of the ordinary. I just come in and record. You do a great job too, Rohit. Yeah, see? We'll, we'll reflect, reflect it. it with another com- compliment towards you to take the attention off me. Because I don't think I deserve it. And does that come from, if, if I said exactly what I said to you about you, mm-hmm. do you think about it logically then? And compare yourself to what you think the ideal podcaster needs to be? Well, that's a good question. Or are you thinking about it emotionally and you're like, you know what? Emotionally, I don't feel that. So I'm just going to, it's uncomfortable. I hadn't considered it until just this very moment. Um, say it again. When, when I give you that compliment. Sorry, the compliment. Oh, you just want to hear about yourself. So, Kyle, you are an amazing podcaster. You've been such an integral part of this podcast we all look to you for your leadership and we would not be where we are now if it weren't for you i just needed to get a good smile (laughs) i'm kidding so it's interesting it's very interesting so i'm shaking his head at you (laughs) i'm sorry i think now i receive that completely differently because now i can be content with accepting it and saying thank you i appreciate that not feeling like i need to deflect it or immediately reciprocate a compliment back to you. Previously, I think I would downplay myself and disbelieve that because I think I wouldn't quantify, I, don't, I wouldn't know how to quantify those achievements. So I don't see them. So I don't see myself up here because I see other people up there and I don't know how to quantify myself and put myself on that same level if you will. Um, So I think that would probably be a potential issue. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to keep score of ourselves. No matter what it is, whether it's your personality. Um, It's it's funny you say that because I wrote a few things down here. When we discuss negative self-talk versus positive affirmations, it's what we feel or think about ourselves a lot of times. And sometimes we think that others have an ability that we lack 
because they're good at certain things. You use me as an example. You think I'm great on air and I'm a leader on air. That's that's awesome. How did I become that? How did I get that? It wasn't always there. But I think others tend to say things like, you're good at this. You're just good at that. Mm-hmm. By saying that, they're insinuating that they're not. Oh, okay. Right? So it's it's you're saying that if you're you're saying what people have a tendency of doing is giving you a compliment by almost downplaying their own self. Correct. Like you are good because I am bad. Therefore, I know to recognize you as being good. Mm-hmm. I think that's one method. People will say, "You're a, you're good at, you're this, you're that." While giving you a compliment that you are having a hard time receiving, they're also sort of producing negative self-talk for themselves. I get this all the time. You're, j- but you're a runner. I'm a runner. Be- I'm a runner because I run. Mm-hmm. Before I became a runner, I didn't run. I was you. I was you. I was. I was Glenn. I was Kamala. I was Rohit. I was Amit. I was just a person who worked and paid bills and did shit that I enjoyed doing. I became a runner because I ran. Anybody can do it. So for someone to say, well, but you're a runner. Well, don't insinuate that you're not. Don't downplay your own abilities. Become one. I'm not saying a runner. Find your running, whatever it is. Find it. You have it. So... While you're out here recognizing others' abilities, don't forget to recognize your own. That's I think powerful. it's important. Because what, what's really interesting in that as well is the assumption that running is easy for you. Yes. Because that's who you are now. That's how I've defined you. Therefore, I am not acknowledging the path that you took to get here. I'm dismissing it. The same thing that people do with you Mm -hmm. about a lot of the things that you accomplish, the relationships that you build, the last names that you remember of everybody. Oh, well, it's just a hugger. They forget that at one point in time, that was probably really fucking awkward for you to do. Yeah. And it took you a lot of work to get comfortable with hugging more or less complete strangers and embracing somebody and showing them that you care. I imagine that's gotten a lot easier for you, but not just because you're a hugger. It's because you identified something you wanted to excel at and you went after it. And I think this podcast is a perfect example. Absolutely. What do we do now when we're when we're at the door saying goodbye? We have another podcast episode on the fucking stoop that doesn't get recorded is what happens usually, right? It's like, shit, that's material. Yeah. What are we doing? Shut up. But I mean, if you think about it, there's four of us who are going to leave tonight and all four of us are going to hug each other. Yeah. If if I was not a part of this podcast and say it was just the three of you, right? Gummel, Glenn, and yourself. How would you guys normally have ended the podcast? Probably just what guys normally do, you know, a shake of hands. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, great recording. See you guys later. Yeah. But it's become a part of the culture of this. And I think we all bring something new to it. 
And so many times, like, and, and this is the funny part. I didn't realize I'm a hugger until there, there were two things. One, these affirmation cards where a lot of people start complimenting or start saying stuff about hugs. I didn't really think about it at that point. It was just, hey, you're my friend. Let me, you know, let me embrace you. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, at my former employer, somebody was talking about how I hug a lot. And I'm like, I don't hug, think I hug that much. I, I really didn't at that point. It's like, how many people have you hugged so far today? And I was like, 13. They're like, it's only 8.30 a.m. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know, I haven't hugged like, 13 people all like, week. I guess you're right. <laughs> but it's one of the things that that I always think about is when Christian said, if you can't take a look at your past and be embarrassed by it, it means you oh, haven't yeah. grown. And so much of this is centered around that phrase. Yeah. One of the so. If I can ask you about your experience, the last workshop that I did, I added a, a new module to where you had to stand up. You had, you had to share a story, a champion story about Kyle Reed, something where you could be proud of. And you shared it with a small group of three other people. And then you had to stand up, hands out of your pockets, just, just straight to the side and listen as all three people took turns complimenting you. How was your experience there? Because I can tell you there are people who have reached out to me saying that was one of the most difficult things they've ever done in their lives, which is a shame, I think. I would agree. It was truly unforgettable. I feel like it felt awkward, first of all. Um, You know, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, I don't know, do with my hands. Mm-hmm. It's truly such a nervous reaction to fidget, to play with something, to cross your arms in front of you, to put your hands up. Putting your arms at your side feels very, very vulnerable. It did for me anyway. To sit there, what I felt like was on display and to look at people in their eyes and wait till they responded with something was pretty nerve-wracking but when you see somebody smile and you see like this sounds corny but like legit a twinkle in somebody's eye as they're telling you something you know that they really mean it and that is pretty overwhelming you feel like I felt like a warm sensation come over me like legit um because for so long, I always dismissed compliments. Or I replied with a compliment for that person. Oh, yeah, you are too. You're really good at it. No, I'm not. I'm not as good as you. I, I, I'm okay. I do what I can. Shrug it off and move on. Because I don't want to recognize that. And I think there's something to be said for being humble. But it can also be sabotaging to not recognize your positive traits. And celebrate them. Remind yourself of them. And I'm not saying be egotistical. Find that middle ground. 
but yeah, that was that was a, a a very very powerful experience. I still have the the cards that people written down. I saved them because it kind of meant a lot. Will you read them tonight? Sure. I know where they're at. Or my nightstand, right underneath a big old bag of weed. I'm just kidding. I have to be goofy. Well, we do live in Washington, I guess. (laughs) Totally kidding. Totally kidding. No, it's not. No, but they really are in my nightstand. I actually seen them just like a couple days ago, and I was like, oh yeah. I didn't read them, but the the other thing that's it's it's powerful for for both parties involved. It's powerful for you to genuinely accept that compliment. It's powerful for me to have someone accept a compliment. Because how many times have you given someone a compliment and they brush it off? How does it make you feel? It makes you feel, it doesn't feel good. No. And here you are, like, I genuinely have respect for you and I want to recognize you for for this thing that you've done. It has impacted me. And I'm going to take the time to let you know. And then for you to just say, Oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Well, it was to me, but I guess my feelings don't matter. Yeah. I think another piece of that too, though, is also learning to give without expectations. If you do give a compliment, Mm -hmm. you're only responsible for providing it. You're not responsible for how the person receives it. It's up to them. But I think that's that's so important about this. And I think maybe potentially that taking action to instill positive affirmations in yourself, whether you do, Rohit, like you mentioned, reading them at, at night, specific ones, very specific ones, generic ones, whatever that is, reminding yourself of things, I think that will allow you to more graciously accept compliments and allow that to become leverage for what you do day in and day out rather than the negative self-talk that we continue to fall into so much that just reinforces a belief that we can't do something Mm -hmm. or we're unable to or we don't have enough time or we could never do something. Instead, challenge that belief with a positive affirmation. Think of something that you've accomplished. Like that quote I shared earlier today when we were just meeting, um, you know, once upon a time in your past, you wished that you had the life that you do right now. This was your goal. And now that you're here, why can't you recognize that? Yeah. You've accomplished so much. But we keep looking ahead. We keep looking ahead. But sometimes we just need to acknowledge the growth that we've had. It's a gift and a curse to look ahead, isn't it? Yeah. So how do we, how do we shift from negative self-talk to positive affirmation? It's a good question. Very good question. I- I mean, I'm a big proponent of the very first step is identifying it. So how do you identify that you participate in negative self-talk? I think one big identifier is you deflect compliments. You receive them with a joke. You respond back with a compliment uh, immediately to refrain from really feeling what that person is saying about you. I think that's kind of one one sign that you may be falling into negative self-talk. Yeah. What you got? Wow, I don't know. Like, I'm still... I, I wrote that down because that, that's so good. One of the things that, that 
we've tried to do in the past few weeks is help people identify these behaviors. Yeah. So not just, okay, here's, here's the fix. Well, I don't even know if I need the fix. Yeah. So if like, that's fantastic, if people give you a compliment and you shrug it off or you dismiss it or you turn it back on them or even insult the other person, like you're crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, what are you what are you talking yeah, about? Right, Get this whole thing, here. like yeah. you know, um, that's fantastic. That's a, that's a great indicator that you are indulging in negative self talk. Yeah, I think maybe another one would be, you know, kind of what I mentioned. But really, you're just a hugger. Mm. You're insinuating that you could never be a hugger, that you could never do this. Kyle, you're just you're, you're a runner. Kamal, you're a business person. You know, Glenn, you're a gamer. They forget the countless hours that Glenn spends in front of Sea of Thieves whooping pirate ass. He wasn't. (laughs) Glenn was not just a fucking pirate master day one or whatever that thing is. Legend. Pirate legend. Let me get it right for those out there. He's bragging. Humble brag. Got offended there. Humble brag. Um, Maybe recognize that. If you fall into some of those types of behaviors, and one that that I thought of while while you were talking about an, another way to identify is write down some of your top qualities. Ooh! And if you struggle, you just might be negative self-talking. You you might be you might be. <laughs> and I I think that that that's like a hybrid exercise. That's identifying negative self-talk. And also shifting towards positive affirmation. Mm. Oh, yeah. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. If it's challenging for you, then you may be someone that has a lot of negative self-talk. But as you begin to write that first one and the second one, then it gets easier. Then you think, wait a minute. I have a lot of great qualities. I'm a great people person. I'm a great podcaster because I don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) But you see what I did? You see what I did? I added a negative comment to my compliment because I couldn't accept multiple compliments in a row. And what's your sub? What's the message you're giving your subconscious? As I create that negative message, you're saying what you just said. The message I'm giving myself conscious is that I'm not worthy. I think that's a huge, huge problem for a lot of people. And when you perform this exercise, make sure. That is genuine. Take some time. One of the one of the things I did on this affirmation card is I don't have a spot for a name on here. On purpose. Because then I know like what Kyle thinks about me. But if these are just generic, these are how people just feel about me in general. Mm. And you start seeing these patterns. Patterns that I've been seeing are people feel that I truly listen to them. People feel that I give great hugs. People feel that I have an infectious smile. Those are the top three things that I always come across. And so if that's what other people are saying on this thing that's anonymous, like even if I hand you a card, I tell you to stick it somewhere in the in the middle of the deck mm-hmm. because I don't, I genuinely don't want to know who it's from. If I can identify who it's from, I toss it or I have somebody else write it for me, rewrite it. If, if it's that powerful, because if I know who this came from, it takes the power of it away. And 
that was something new that I added to to the, to the workshop that you went to. Mm. Was these cards? I'd never done that before. Oh yeah, it, it, it seemed new. It was powerful. Before you go too much further, why does it take the power away? If if you know who it's from, yeah. Because so if if you read, a I card, have a right? hunch, but I want to see what you th- what your th- feeling is. So if you if you read, I like Kyle Reed because he's always happy and nice and makes me feel better. My day is not the same without him. Blaine Rybecki. Then you know how Blaine feels. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, it's not just generically describing Kyle. You're going to start thinking, okay, why does Blaine think this way? Exactly. Was it was it certain conversations that we had? Or, you know, you, you start justifying it. Yep. Because you start taking it logically in order to turn it into negative self-talk because you're going to dismiss it. Two words I wrote down were bias and justification. <laughs> and that was my initial thought, but I wanted to see like where you were thinking with it, if there was something different. But yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. If, if I know what someone... If I see a compliment and I know who it came from, mm-hmm. I begin to immediately justify why that person would say that, which is also delegitimizing the compliment. Yeah. Because now I'm not... I'm not thinking that I'm actually good at X, Y, Z. I'm wondering why the person would say that about me because I don't think I deserve it. Mm. Isn't that crazy? One Isn't of, that fucking crazy? One of the most powerful ones in here is something, is paraphrasing, but essentially the person said um, how courageous I was to ask them to do this in the first place. And that was something that I had never thought about. Yeah. Was... For me, How this now... How egotistical and self-serving are you? Yeah. You know, and, and the other thing is, like, I've been doing this so long, it's in my comfort zone. But in the beginning, oh, yeah, going up to people and be like, hey, Gummo, like, I'm doing this, like, here's why, and you have to explain affirmations to them and stuff like that, and, you know, don't write it about a specific event or a moment to where I can relate it back and know that it's you. Just be real general. Yeah. Specific but general at the same time. It's, it's tough. And mm-hmm. I didn't really think about that. And that's why these are powerful is because they get you thinking about your own magic. And what do we always talk about? It's impossible for us to see our own magic. Completely. Or we dismiss it. Kyle, here's your magic. Nah. Nah. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's huge. I think we've got our listeners well on their way to getting out of the negative self-talk. Getting out of their own motherfucking way. Dang. Because wherever you go, there you are. Mm. And the only person in your way is yourself. And I think it's it's important to recognize how difficult this is. Mm-hmm. This is extremely difficult. Accepting compliments is so difficult. So awkward. Yeah. But you have to you have to practice something to be good at it practice we're talking about practice the other thing that people could do is they could go to rohila.com where they can participate in my new online course about emotional intelligence Ooh, just shameless plug i like it you know what else people should be able to do on (laughs) rohila.com is submit a positive affirmation for who? You. Oh. Why not? 
That's going to take some programming on my end. Not much. What do you mean, not much? How do you create an email submission? That's easy. That's just, it's already built in. You just do a mail to and then um, put in the email address. The end user does, right? The person visiting your website? Oh, so well, they can send me an email, but it wouldn't be anonymous. I could create a form using, oh, what's that plugin? Something Forms 7. Mm-hmm. Sorry. There you go. But yeah. Um, <laughs> contact Forms, I think is what go. it's called. We got this one out in left field. My bad. <laughs> Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. When's it launching? Uh, it's already launched. Say what? Yeah. com. What? What day did it go live? Uh, it went live August 26th. How did I not know this? I missed out. Mm. Son of a gun. <laughs> I'm going there right now. Listeners, you should check it out as well. That is that is a shameless plug, but um, I'm definitely going to look into it. I'm really excited for this. So thank you for sharing that. And as we wrap up today's episode, do you have anything else? Well, I mean, I would say we know it's difficult to accept compliments. And it's so easy for us to think logically and only look at negative self-talk. We downplay our importance. We downplay our value. But by doing that we are also downplaying our importance to other people. If I take the time out to recognize something that Gummel did, I, I tell Gummel all the time about his show notes. I think they're fantastic. He blows them out of the water. And you can tell, like, he's like, thank you. You know, it, it means something to him. And because of that, I think we can use that as fuel to perpetuate perpetuate ourselves forward so if you find yourself in negative self-talk think about why we identified two things practice those two things hmm. I like it I like it that's going to be the two minute takeaway but I really we are supposed to do the two minute takeaway doesn't matter there is no supposed to we do what we want it's our podcast you'll be okay sweating buckets here now it's hot so listeners thanks again for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast get your shit together by now you know where to find us we're 127 episodes in earlier today we decided that if today was the last episode we would all go for a drink and I almost risked it all (laughs) because it is hot as shit and I could use a lemonade a Lynchburg lemonade John Daly you know John Daly is? Nope. You know what Arnold Palmer is? Yeah. It's an Arnold Palmer with vodka. Oh, okay. Because John Daly is an alcoholic. Mm. Good story. Anyway. The views expressed by Kyle Reed are not necessarily those reflective of the GYST podcast wow. or its affiliates. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Just throwing you under the bus. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for <laughs> tuning in. Come back and check us out next week for another fantastic episode of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast. Get your shit together. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.